Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Good morning and welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Wednesday, January 10th. Once every quarter, we have a chance to catch up on road conditions in Ottawa County and some planning perhaps for some road projects with Alex Doty of the Ottawa County Road Commission. He's on the other end of our Zoom connection this morning. Alex, good morning. Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year to you. It's hard to believe it's already half a month. First month of the year is already half over. It's like... (laughs) Where's the time going, you know? Yeah, it, it, it does fly. I don't want to say when you're having fun because mornings such as this, let's just say it's hard, hard, sometimes hard to find the joy in mornings such as this, isn't it? <laughs> you know, it, it is. You know, you, you come to work and you got to give yourself extra time and, you know, shovel off the driveway or, you know, wipe your windows off. It does. It does add a little bit of a challenge to the day, doesn't it? It certainly does. And with the backdrop of what we've experienced uh, with um, several inches of heavy, wet snow along the lakeshore that needed to be plowed, and a lot of it came in the overnight hours. With that as a backdrop, we invite our listeners to join us in the conversation. If you have a question about roads, especially in Ottawa County, Alex Doty will be happy to answer it. At 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. I will put this caveat on, and I like to do this when Alex joins us. Uh, Alex will, can be able to talk about county roads, but uh, the interstate, as well as the business route and the uh, state roads, be it the M or the U.S., uh, their state jurisdiction. And while the county is responsible for helping to clear it out in situations such as snowy conditions, um, if you got a complaint about those uh, state trunk roads, um, I, I'll try to remember to uh, get John Richards' phone number. He is uh, the MDOT spokesman in Grand Rapids. So keep that in mind. And, we, of course, as when we have Jason Latham from the uh, – McIntyre Area Coordinating Council joining us from time to time. And with Alex, there's a good relationship between uh, the transportation officials in our area. So don't try to pit one against the other. Be nice. That's a good New Year's resolution. Try to be nice. All right. Uh, With that as a backdrop, Alex, let's uh, talk a little bit about winter maintenance of roads and understand a little bit about what goes into road clearing, road maintenance, the de-icing agents, and the like. Again, with the backdrop of what happened today, people can, you know, to a certain extent, have fresh thoughts of uh, trying to get to work, not trying to get to school. It's a snow day. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, understanding winter maintenance. Uh, you mentioned in your notes here, that during a typical year, the road commission will respond to approximately 50 winter maintenance callouts, um, including applying salt and sand, plowing snow on roads and shoulders, uh, about twenty to 25,000 tons of salt or de-icing agents, 
and 14 to 18 tons of sand in a typical year. Since we've had a relatively mild winter thus far, can we say those numbers are going to be, shall we say, high? Or is it really too early to even try to predict whether or not those numbers are going to be a typical for this winter? You know, that's a good question. Um, it's something that we did kind of talk about yesterday during a, a staff roundtable with our, our district supervisors and our operations staff is, you know, where do we sit this winter just because it's been so mild in November, December, and thus far kind of halfway into the month of January. Um, our salt usage is down this year, um, but, uh, you know, it still is early and we anticipate that we'll be picking that back up, especially over the next few days as these winter weather events continue. And one thing to keep in mind is when we get these events where it's like snow and then it rains and then you wash all that residual salt off the road, that just leads to additional salt material being applied. So, you know, I could see that that number uh, that we use could ramp back up to a typical winter depending on the type of weather that we get. And, you know, as far as your other question about, you know, numbers and stuff like that, I think that's also too early to say. I mean, we'd love to say we have some savings in winter that we could carry over into summer projects. But, you know, I'd hate to, uh, you know, say something now and then all of a sudden we get blasted with three weeks of, you know, nonstop snow and all of a sudden we, you know, go over budget or something like that, which we certainly wouldn't want to see as well. February 2008. That's all I need to say about day after day after day of snow. I will remember that month for as long as I live because I, I that's when that's when I got sick of snow. <laughs> I mean, it was just like if we it was just never ending. But here's the thing. Uh the last two winters have been relatively mild. So to a certain extent, has there been savings from winter expenditures that could be transferred into spring summer and fall projects yeah i believe there was a couple i might have been last year or the year before we did where we did see some savings and we were able to push that into some additional summer projects and so that does happen from time to time and it's always nice to be able to put you know any of our funding into a more permanent fix um, winter maintenance i think it's a necessity we have to do it um you know for the motoring public safety and everything but it's not something that you get a like like when you put down new road asphalt or uh, new culvert or new bridge, it, it's not something that lasts for, you know, 25, 30, 40 years. And it's, it, and it's for the expense that we pay for the winter maintenance, it is pretty high when you compare it to the price of a more permanent fix. So yeah, in a perfect world, you know, we'd love to put the road funding towards substantial projects. And so anytime we have some savings that we can do that, that's, that's certainly something that we'd love to see. If you got a question for Alex Doty of the Ottawa County Road Commission, 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Mention your notes, uh, cost of winter maintenance can easily add up to $3.7 million annually. Um, how much does that have to be gauged with the, 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 the costs of, you know, for lack of a better term, salt? You know, yeah, you know, it's, it's not table salt, you know, I, the de-icing agents, because at times they're a little bit less because now many people used it. And other times, because demand is greater, those costs go up. 
Yeah, you know, that is something that we see big fluctuations in uh, year after year. You know, any incremental change in the price uh, when you're looking at the tonnage that we purchase can really hit the budget substantially. You know, if you say the price goes up just $2, so, you know, you multiply 20,000 times two, and then that's a big, big, you know, addition to your budget. And then if you have a winter where you're using more of that product than, than other times, that can really hit you as well. So, uh, you know, that, that does add up and that could make that 3.7 million number go up or down. Uh, we use that as kind of a placeholder, you know, based on average winters and, you know, hopefully we, we target that correctly and based on our past uh, information. What also I think helps to a certain extent is if it is a milder winter and you don't use as much of the de-icing agents, it can be stored and yeah. it, it cuts down on the cost for the following year. Yeah, you know, that's one thing that, you know, we had talked about is, you know, what if we do end up with a surplus this year where we have to take in, you know, more salt than we use because we have to purchase up to a certain amount based on our contract. And, you know, that's something where, you know, we would have a stockpile on hand and maybe in the future year we would say, oh, maybe we don't need as much. So there are some pros, cons, and, and plus and minuses to all that when you look at it. Now, let me think for a couple of moments here about the term salt. And it's not the table salt that people would, you know, normally have, or not even the sea salt that you grind out. It's it, it's a it's a common term, but I like the term de-icing agents because really when you're talking about road clearing, these de-icing agents are effective to be able to get the ice and the heavy, you know, the, the, the snow off of the roadways. So it's not, you know, again, the term salt might be a little bit of a misnomer. Yeah, you know, the, the typical white salt that you see in the salt barns and in the back of the trucks, that's just part of the equation. Um, our trucks have tanks on the sides of their uh, truck beds that are filled with a product that we call uh, de-ice master. And what that does is that pre-wets the salt to increase its effectiveness and you know helps that product activate further. So we're using more than just salt. You know, we got you know sand that we can mix in there as well. And so all those products uh, are add up to our our you know arsenal that we use to fight winter weather each and every year. And that sand is effective when temperatures go below 20. I remember we've talked about this in the past when it gets too cold. For salt to be totally effective, you've got to use sand just to get some traction for, for yeah. roads. Yeah, you know, there are times when it's just too cold or the wind's blowing too hard that, you know, that ice is up and that salt becomes ineffective. So we do have to put some grit down to, for traction and to help for, you know, help people uh, stop if there is icy conditions. Now, put me in my place if I'm, if I'm, I'm going in the wrong direction, Alex, but as person that is involved in dealing with road maintenance, snow, salt, and the like. Has have we seen progress in the industry about developing de-icing agents that are more effective than in the past? Have we seen improvements in that industry so that say the product that can be available in 2023, 24 may be far superior to the product that could have been available, say, in 2003, 2004? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I know there are some road agencies in the state of Michigan that we, uh, you know, talk to and, and 
gather information from that are looking at alternative products, you know, whether that's beet juice or, you know, some alternative type of product that's successful in, in melting ice. Uh, anything that uh, can be done in a more cost-effective way and that's efficient, you know, we're always looking at different solutions that maybe can be more environmentally friendly and, you know, safer for that as well. Uh, because as we all know, too much salt use can be, you know, have an impact on our rivers and lakes. So, you know, we're always watching that carefully to see, you know, what new innovations are out there and how we can, you know, possibly improve our operations so that we're a little bit friendlier and more cost effective and get the job done in a great manner. You touched upon the point about environmental friendliness, and I know a few years ago there was some concern with some of our farmers that uh, 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 some of their de-icing agents had gotten into their fields and uh, adversely affect. Uh, I think blueberries were the, were the ones that had the biggest thing, and uh, uh, that had to be addressed by road commissions, be it Ottawa County or other counties as well. Yeah, you know, in the instances like that, if you do drive around uh, some of those agricultural areas, you'll see those sensitive signs. And that just alerts our drivers to know, you know, this is an area where you need to stop putting stuff down and then, uh, you know, start back up once you're clear of those just for those environmental concerns. And so that helps us out and helps them out uh, for the environment. We're talking road maintenance. We're talking about plowing and salting roads in the winter with Alex Doty of the Ottawa County Road Commission. If you have a question for Alex, 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Take us for a moment, Alex, to um, what goes on at headquarters. And for lack of a better term, you know, the, 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 the county headquarter, the county road commission headquarters in Grand Haven. Uh, we got bad weather on the way, and we've talked about this before. How, especially the road commission, usually has you know you're on top of all weather conditions. You know, you're ready for whether or not to implement crews. All right, snow starts to fall. Crews are you know in scramble position to use an old uh, Air Force term. Scramble, scramble. Get to your get to get to your planes, or in this case, get to your uh, get to your uh, trucks and and start plowing. What are, take us through the priorities. What happens when the order goes out? We got to get our trucks on the road. Yeah. So when we get that, you know, when we make that call, you know, kind of like the fire truck, you hear the alarm, you get into your trucks and go. Uh, once that moment hits, um, our, our fleet's out there uh, hitting the primary roads, the state trunk lines first. And we want to get those higher volume roads addressed so that, uh, you know, vehicles that get out of their subdivisions and need to go to important places like the store, the doctor, uh, you know, emergency vehicles, this, uh, things of that nature can get through to those major thoroughfares um, and commerce can run. Um, as we are able to clear things out uh, and work through the system, we get into the more rural, local areas, uh, some of those more uh, subdivision type areas and work our way into that uh, section. And then, you know, once we're able to do that, we can kind of get back and start to clear things out a bit more. Um, keep in mind, you know, with over 1,700 miles of uh, roadway here in Ottawa County, that can take some time. And so, you know, we're out there uh, just because, you know, we like to tell folks, just because you don't see the truck go by your house, at, you know, uh, right in the morning doesn't mean they're not out there getting to that point. Uh, as much as we wish we could snap our fingers and say, you know, here we are, you know, we'll be there right at the moment's notice. Uh, 
kind of like your Amazon driver or your mail person or your UPS person. It can take time to work through a route and, and to get to your home and just know that we're making our way through there and we'll get there eventually. Talk a little bit about coordination with other uh, uh, entities. Uh, I know Holland has the streets division and that takes care of the city of Holland. Do you coordinate efforts with other entities or you just do what you do and let the other entities do what they do? Yeah, no, we, we certainly, uh, especially with our surrounding counties that uh, we have, Kent County, uh, Muskegon County, Allegan County, um, you know, we certainly like to work with them. And, you know, I know in Kent County and Muskegon County, their crews come into our county a little bit, and then our crews kind of pass up into there uh, just to make sure we kind of double back and get coverage. I believe MDOT is responsible for the state routes down in Allegan County, and so uh, they come up a little bit into Ottawa County and turn around. Uh, and then we also like to coordinate with them to know what's going on up in their neck of the woods uh, just for uh, coordination's sake, um, what they're seeing, what we might be seeing potentially, um, you know, kind of helps out. And we're always communicating with our partners so that everybody's on the same page. Talk a little bit, Alex, about uh, dealing with damage situations because obviously plow trucks, they, they got to clear the road, and sometimes there's collateral damage. How is it handled? What is responsible by the road commission? And what really is a case of, you know, the uh, property owner's responsibility when, say, ground gets ground up or mailboxes go flying away? What happens? Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things uh, we tell people is if you have right-of-way lawn damage, so that's the lawn that's right up against the edge of the road, a little bit uh, off the center of edge of the pavement. If that gets scraped up by the plow, we do have a spring cleanup list that we can put people on. So once uh, the winter ends and uh, the warm weather comes out a little bit, our crews will come out, uh, fix those lawn damage areas up, put seed down, and uh, get that taken care of so that folks uh, don't have to look at that damage anymore. Uh, as far as mailboxes, um, if uh, mailboxes are damaged or uh, hit by snowplow equipment or from snow coming off of a snowplow, uh, that's another instance where folks can give our office a call and uh, we offer a standard mailbox and post as a replacement for those uh, damaged mailboxes. Uh, people can uh, give us a call and set up a time and appointment to get one of those uh, mailboxes. Uh, anything else, you know, if it's uh, like a garbage can or uh, something like that, unfortunately, uh, if that's damaged, that's something you'll have to talk with your trash uh, provider about, um, you know, things like that. But if it's within the right-of-way, uh, we certainly can uh, take a look at it, uh, especially if it's lawn damage where, um, you know, it's something that's permitted to be in the right-of-way and then we, we damage it and we come out and repair that couple things I want to point out, uh, first of all, and Alex mentioned about garbage and uh, uh, cans and garbage containers and the like. I will direct you to our uh, webpage at whtc.com in the podcast tab under WHTC Morning News. Alex addressed that uh, in his chat yesterday that aired with uh, Dan Evans on WHTC Morning News. They talked about the road newsletter. So um, I will direct you to that podcast to know more about that. But if you do have issues at uh, possibly a damage claim, the phone number for the Road Commission, I'll, re I'll mention it right now, 616-842-5400. 
616-842-5400. Again, that number is 616-842-5400. And online, Ottawa C-O-R-C, OttawaCORC.com. That's the website for the Ottawa County Road Commission. And you can find more information about uh, maybe making a claim on damages and other matters involving the Ottawa County Road Commission and how they uh, handle road uh, uh, road clearing in this time of year. I noticed, and this is probably an MDOT thing, Alex, but I noticed as we had milder weather into the winter months, um, crews were out on M121, that's Chicago Drive, uh, between Zeeland and Hudsonville doing some work in terms of, I don't know if you want to call it preventative, to try to stop from, you know, for, for prevent uh, possible uh, road buckling issues in the spring and the like. That's a state thing, but sometimes when we had milder weather, did the county road commission have a chance to say, hey, let's take care of a couple of little things so that when the snow hits, you know, that's already taken care of? Yeah, we've definitely used this milder weather opportunity to do uh, roadside work with brush, ditching, um, you know, that project you mentioned there on M121. Uh, we've had a crew out there working. Uh, we have a contract with MDOT to perform that routine maintenance. So we were able to get out there and do what they call hot mastic work, which is a tar product that goes in and fills joints and cracks and helps keep the road uh, kind of like a Band-Aid uh, from falling apart. Uh, works a little bit better than the pothole patch. It's a little bit more durable material. But definitely this time of year, uh, if we don't get snow, we have our crews out there performing tasks that maybe we might be able to put off uh, or we might have to put off. We'll talk a little bit more about pothole patching and potholes if all goes well and we have our chat uh, uh, in the spring. And also I want to use that time to talk a little bit about some of the major projects that the County Road Commission will be involved in, in 2024. I know that the state's going to have its crews out and many of the state projects are done, but the county is going to have some work projects as well. And we'll, and we'll talk about that with Alex when we have our chat. Uh, if all goes well, I think in March or April. <laughs> yeah, I think it's on my calendar for March. So okay. We, so I we'll look forward to that. So we'll talk about, uh, you know, uh, some of the, uh, you know, some of the pleasures of springtime road work with Alex in our next conversation. Again, uh, the number, if you need to get more information about things going on at the Ottawa County Road Commission, that number again is 616-842-5400. That's 616-842-5400. And online, you can uh, get a hold of the Ottawa County Road Commission at OttawaCORC.com. That's OttawaCORC.com. Alex Doty, as always, thank you very much for your time and explanation about winter road maintenance in this uh, wintry time of year. Wish you and everybody at the Road Commission a safe winter. Hopefully all will be well. And if all goes well, we'll chat again in March. Thank you, sir. Yeah, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much, Alex Doty on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. CBS News straight ahead, followed by WHTC News. Uh, we'll have a little open line ahead of Brian Spencer's What's New Around Holland. 
And then we'll be joined at the bottom of the next hour by Steve Rudman of the Ottawa County Patriots on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.